If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? Running the ropes, brother. Of course. I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are mountain-related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? This is Aim on the mic. His AEW to my WWE. What up, guys? I... Uh, yeah, I'll accept that one for now. I'm just going to sign all the talent that you release. But before we get into today's pod, I think it's time to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so I think it's time that we give credit where credit's due. You know, we've talked about wrestling before on this podcast. Thank you. And- thank you for acknowledging me and giving me credit when of it's course. due. Of course. And, you know... We always talk about our favorite superstars, but what if we had the chance to put them on a mountain, to put them on a mountain, we get a nice little plot of land upon a mountain and we have to carve the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Now, notice how I said that and not just WWE. Wrestling. Wrestling. I'm going to leave the door open to anybody from any promotion. This is who belongs on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Are we doing honorable mentions? We could do honorable mentions because I have one that's really obscure. But yeah, honorable mentions. Do you want to do that right now or do you want to do it when we get up to before number one? We'll do it right now because, like, you know, it's whatever. But my honorable mention is Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino is, of course, for those of you who don't know, very old time wrestler, but he's the guy that held, I believe it's the WWF or one of those titles for like, yeah, there's a lot of W's involved. You know, it's the Worldwide Wrestling Federation title. He held the title for like 12 years and he was just the guy. Um I bring up professional wrestling to like members of my family. It's not like I'm going out here saying acknowledge me. Um, But I like mentioned it and my grandmother was like, oh, like I know I used to go to um, the show and see people like Gorgeous George, um, Bruno San Martino. And he recently got inducted to the Hall of Fame, passed recently, rest in peace to an absolute legend. He died? I believe so. I believe he did. no. Is that bad now that we got to be like, did he die? I'm very sure he did. Like, not fairly recently. 2018. Yeah. I feel like I just saw him. So, 
Um, I'm going to bring up some facts about mm-hmm. Bruno. And he held the title for more than 11 years, 4,040 days across two reigns. So two reigns, he held it for 11 years, which is the first longest single reign of any promotion's history. So I just believe, you know, he would have to be on that mountain simply for the fact he was the guy for 11 years. Like, grant you, there have been people like Cena around, but holding the title for 11 years, that's a a lot of time. Now, what is your honorable mention? Hornswoggle. No way. No no way. Yo. Are you serious? No, I'm not. No. I'm about to say, damn, the fall from grace. Um, I'm going to do Ric Flair. Whoa. Whoa. I'm putting Ric Flair as an honorable mention. Really? Here's why. This man is, um, I, I, you know, if you retired at WrestleMania 24 and didn't wrestle, I would think it'd be where he is now. I feel like he's just tarnished his legacy. He's not the same Ric Flair that wrestled in 2008. He's 73 years old or 78. I don't know how much he is. And I think, you know, just wrestling for more money and more all that and Keep he's wrestling it. again. Yeah, he's facing. Um, apparently, he wanted to fight um, J- uh, Ricky Jusimo. Ricky Jusimo has denied this. He said, "I am not fighting Rick in July." Rick, why are you doing one more match? Your Sean Ma- Sean Michaels match should have been your li- last match. But yeah, honorable mention: Rick Flair, the 16-time war champ. Sorry, bud. Sorry, everyone's gonna be yelling at me now and screaming me. I'm surprised he's not on the actual mountain. I, no. I grant you. My list is kind of fluctuating as we speak, but mm-hmm. like, I'm very surprised. Especially, didn't you buy the Ric Flair edition for two K? I did not. I did, I did not. I did that not was the one that. you skipped. That was I the one skipped. you skipped. I, I was thinking of buying it, but <laughs> your reasoning was great. Oh, um, so I'm. We're not going to do this in like order of like one who's number one. Um, oh, I'm mine is. I'm mine. Your yours is. Yeah. So. Um, I'm. I figured for the people that are sculpting this mountain, I'm gonna make things easy. I'm gonna make things very easy for them. It's more of like a copy and paste. You can even take one if you wanted. Um, just take one of the heads from Easter Island and pluck them on the mountain. <laughs> because my first choice is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Wow. I feel as if there is arguably no other superstar, and I'm using the word superstar because that's what they call him in the WWE. No professional wrestler as influential, as well-known, as transcendent as him. You talk about Hollywood, you talk about wrestling, you talk about stuff he does with Under Armour, Zoa. Like, this man is everywhere. And they don't even talk about, like, the potential, like, presidential run that everyone's rumoring about that I would like to see. Um, But here or there. Not either here nor there, but uh, The Rock to me is just one of those people who are all over the place, got their fingerprints over literally everything. And whenever you say to somebody, oh, do you watch WWE? It's either, oh, you mean John Cena or The Rock? Is yeah. that fair? Is that a fair argument? Yeah, I think that's a fair argument. All right. So w- what about you? Who Who's on your mountain? All right. Number five. It's somebody whose time is up. His time is no longer here. It's the man that you can't see him. He apparently has a doctorate. 
It's Mr. John Cena, number five, low on the list. Of really? The top. That's interesting. You're you're really throwing me for a loop here. Yeah, number, f- yeah, you know, John Cena. Yeah, he's great. Sixty-time champion. He's done it. He was the face for the company for a really long time. But he was another Hulk Hogan. At the end of the day, I feel like, and then near near, I'm I'm gonna say near his near his near his run, even though he's still part time. He started giving back to the. Um, to the younger wrestlers, I feel like he was if he was doing that throughout his career, he would be higher on my um Rushmore. But um, yeah, no, number five for um, I know we said four, but I'm saying five. Five um will be um John Cena for me because like I said, he buried the Nexus. He buried a lot of young talent early on in his career. Not saying he's a bad wrestler, he's done a lot. He's another John. He's another. He's trying to be another Rock and going to the movies industry and all that. But um. Yeah, number five for me, John Cena. Very, very good. Uh, I think that's a solid pick. And, of course, John Cena, spoiler, is going to be on my list. So I'm just going to try to differentiate because I don't want to have two of the same list or, you know, whatever. Um, Another person on this mountain that I'm constructing for the world of professional wrestling, I feel as if, you know, it'd be remiss without mentioning this guy. And this guy is, and this might be a little bias, the master of the 619, Mr. Ray Mysterio. I, I just feel, much like I was talking about The Rock, you know, WWE has such a big influential pull all over the world. Um, and Ray is one of those people that, you know, the kids love, you know, they wear the mask. He's very marketable, you know, He's just an absolute legend, and it's uh, I'm not. I'm not surprised you you picked Ray because you grew up on Ray, and I feel like that's more like a biased pick. Yeah, like I said, it was biased, but like I'm looking back on it, and you know, this guy is just highly marketable. He's generally well liked all around the world, um, and it's always worth noting that like whenever we mention like the up and coming stars in WWE and in wrestling, Dominic. we talk about Dominic. But it's like, who's going to be the next Rey Mysterio? That's always like the big question that surrounds WWE, right? A hundred percent. And I feel like they're still, even to this day, they're trying to find the next Eddie Guerrero mm-hmm. as well. You had the next Rey with Sin Cara. You kind of fought. Botch Cara. Botch Cara. Kalisco, I, I feel like, could have been the mm-hmm. next Rey Mysterio, especially when he did the Selena Don't Saw off the the ladder and TLC. I don't know if you remember that scene. I do. Um, I feel like if they, because that was amazing, if they just strapped him up as a single competitor after that, I feel like that was. With Eddie, you had like Alberto Del Rio. You have now Santos Exabar being the next. Andrade could have been the next Eddie Guerrero. Angel Garza was very much influenced oh, by when he Eddie was Gu- like first in NXT. Yeah. And I feel like him and um, Alberto Carrillo could be the next Chavo and Eddie tag team. Yeah, I'm getting, and- I'm getting a, I'm getting a lot of Chavo and Eddie, even with the kiss cam. I'm just like, you guys could have just been like lost Latinos, like how Chavo and Eddie were, both cousins, oh nephew yeah. and uncle. Yeah, and, and I must say, like, it was very hard to pick between Eddie and Ray. I'm just picking Ray for the sheer fact that like market 
ability. Wow, like look at well you. Known. Like, how, how much money can I make on my mountain? Of course. You're, you're definitely at, at the bottom of Here comes of the your, money. Uh, yeah. you, have a little, you have a little gift shop where they're just yeah. random stereo ads. Of course. You're like, yes, money. Of course. So I'm going to pass it off to you. Who is the next person on your list? Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl number four i'm going to do um this is hard i gotta think i got um, my number one you got you know I, I do have i have my number one as well i think too. it's gonna be the same I don't, I don't think it's gonna be the same um number four is for me is do i want to do this number do i, I guess i do um it's gonna be sean michaels Okay. Shawn Michaels, um, only because, once again, really low because he had that magic crown jewel. Mm-hmm. Kind of tarnished his legacy a little yes. bit. Um, very much so. But, um, yeah, um, great wrestler, Mr. Boyhood Dream. I remember the first the first Shawn Michaels pay-per-view match I ever saw was WrestleMania 23 with John Cena. And, and him and Cena were tag team partners. They were tag team champions going in. And it was just, they had a banger of a match. Um, mm-hmm. And Sean helped, helped Cena through that match and carried him through it. And later on, they had other matches greater than that. So, yeah, Shawn Michaels' number. And also from a guy who, him and his best friend, always did the DX pose, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. He was Shawn, I was Triple H. Um, now Nowadays, I'm Shawn, he's Triple H. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always loved that. Always loved the... Uh, I'm just a sexy boy, sexy boy. I'm I, your boy. Toy. I'm sorry, I'm going. No, no, like Sean for me was like he was the guy. He was Mr. WrestleMania. He was the showstopper. And I said at the top of the pod, like I want to differentiate the list because you said you said Sean Michaels. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix one of mine because like the recipe behind my Mount Rushmore is like the big star. The most influential, mm-hmm. best in ring, and just all around, like the last two are safe for like 
the best, like yeah. just all around. Um, so for your sake, you mentioned Shawn Michaels. I guess it's it should happen now. Um, I'm going to bring up Bret Hart. Bret oh, the Hitman Hart. You were a Bret fan. Just for technical ability. How about you take your ball, write WCW on this podcast, and yeah. leave my... Leave I'm my just head. saying it because like, I don't want to have the same people on my mountain as yours uh, for the sake of yeah. argument. Oh, you were going to say Sean, though. I was going to say Sean, but like for the sake of argument, I'm going to go Bret Hart. Yeah. Only for the fact that, like, yes, he is the best technical wrestler of best all time. Is, best of all, best of all, exactly. Montreal screw job. Arguably one of the best moments of professional wrestling. Real life blending work, yeah. shoot, no one really, you know, that like I, I, the best way I look, real life blending in really into a fantasy, which I think is what exactly. Yeah. So, Brett the Headman Heart, it just it's just great. You know the look, the, the song, the music, that long tunnel when that one random kid. We don't know who that kid is. I, I would want to know what that kid looks like nowadays, Brett. Exactly. And like the glasses, like yeah. it's the hitman. Like yeah. it's just great. Uh, technical wrestling. I think that's no, like the name already speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. So Bret Hart. Bret Hart. So this is, I said, um, honorable mention was Ric Flair. Number five was Sean Cena. Number four was um, Shawn Michaels. I said number three, break up, break up a cold one for me. It's going to be a stone cold. Cause I feel like, well, stone cold. He, once, because uh, you know he brought he made wrestling mainstream back in when wrestling was the, in the threat. It helped him win the Attitude Era War. As much as it pains, I love The Rock. The Rock. I I was always more a fan of The Rock than um, uh, Stone Cold. But you raised said The Rock, so I'm gonna go with Stone Cold. You made my life easy because it was really coming down to the wire towards the end with Stone Cold and someone else or. I said my honorable mention was Bruno. I said The Rock, Ray, Brett. So I have three, and this is going to be my last one. Well, it, we are you going to do five? Are you going to do I, five? I, I, I'm doing five, so you should do five. I'm All right, ready, so I'm ready do down five. the rabbit hole. All right, fine. That 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 works better for me. Um, I'm. I feel as if you can't do this without doing this guy, and. On my Mount Rushmore, as much as he confuses me, makes me upset, his, his decisions sometimes just don't add up. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, you you have to put you have to put him on the list. You just have to put him on the mountain because you know we talk about how each of these stars made wrestling mainstream, but it in reality it's Vince's promotion of the product. Is building of this company that is WWE, that is WWF. Well, I mean, I, I feel like you guys said the same thing with, about Triple H. But like, as far as like who has a bigger handprint, a bigger footprint within wrestling like, as an entertainment form, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon is the guy. Whether you like yeah. AEW, whether you like WWE, New if Japan, you like if you like the product, at the end of the day, WWE is the top dog. And that's just how it is. Vince McMahon knows what he's doing by making money. There's a reason why WrestleMania sells out almost every single year. There's a reason why WWE is just the promise air quotes. I'm not saying this, but the promised land for a lot of people, like whenever like you interview people and they say, Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or like who love wrestling? Like, I want to go to WWE. I want to have a WrestleMania match, my WrestleMania moment. It, It speaks for itself. It's not just bias here, but Vince McMahon, needs to be on this mountain. 
Uh, and that's your number two, right? The, and then the last one will be whatever. Oh, all right, number two. Please don't take it. I I I think I'm I think I know what you're gonna say. Number two for me is gonna be Undertaker. Damn, that was my last guy. I knew I I, I had I'm I'm surprised you're not you're, you're not gonna be ready for my number one. But he was tied with my number one as well. I think I know your number one, knowing you. you. <laughs> number two, because Undertaker, I grew up on Undertaker with when he was the American Badass. I was playing Just Bring It, and um, he, that was where the American led get rolling, rolling, rolling. My first Undertaker match was uh, pay per view was WrestleMania twenty three. Him and Batista, which they tore the house down and made me fall in love with the Undertaker because he was like a tweener. He was like, a, like he's dark, he's evil, but you know. He, and all the state, you should be booing him, but everyone fucking loves him. Um, yeah, Undertaker was great. I loved him coming back, and that's so much in his later years when he had this match. The match with AJ was great. Um, but yeah, all his matches from the 2000s up to WrestleMania uh, 30 was great. Um, yeah, no, Undertaker, number two. I'm surprised you're not freaking out that any point him as my number. Um, one list, though. I'm very surprised, but I know who you probably picked. And, you know, just to, like, touch on Undertaker, because he was my last person on this mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, just the character work. Keeping kayfabe alive. You know, like, you know yeah. we talk about, like, how wrestling is scripted. WWE just put out a thing saying, oh, we are a scripted show. Yeah. This man. Which is weird, which is also weird. Yeah, it's very weird. And yeah. like this man kept the mystique behind mm-hmm. the Undertaker, behind never the character. Sign, never did signings. Never. And like he had his Hall of Fame speech. And let me tell you how weird it felt to see him in the ring just talking like a normal human being because he kept the work. Yeah. He kept the mystique. He kept the level of like what's around him behind closed doors for so long. And he, again, like you mentioned, he put up matches, the streak, just everything about The Undertaker is professional wrestling. Honestly, That's why, to me, he is the guy in professional that, wrestling. And I feel like we talked about how Shawn Michaels missed WrestleMania. I feel like if you're talking about WrestleMania, Shawn and Undertaker, the only two oh, people yeah. that you that you have. And right now, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about mm-hmm. The Undertaker right now. That's how much I love him. The gong. Uh, the I gong. Mean, you, you, that, that's like, the, like, once you hear the... Stone Cold the glass, glass break. breaking. That's like you know it's Stone Cold. You hear the dog. People use the Undertaker's dong and like beefs and they're, they're made into mainstream, which is phenomenal. Seeing like something that we love that people say it's fake that rappers mm-hmm. enjoy watching. Like mm-hmm. it's always cool. Um, you you said the streak. Like I think looking at the Undertaker, I think World Heavyweight t- Title. Yeah, and money in. even though he didn't hold hold it like sixteen times or fifteen times. Like that, but when you when I see that big gold belt, I think of the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you... yeah, about to say like in reality, like if I had to pick holding the title for eleven years or having like two or three really quality runs with the title and yeah. being synonymous with that title, I'd take that any day. Yeah, because everyone, because you can have eleven runs with the belt, but you wouldn't just would anybody remember which which matches you had with those men? No, we Undertaker. You can call it Batista's matches, Edge's matches. Um, this is bad. That's like the only two people I remember. The Chris Jericho, Big Show, yeah. all that. Um, yeah, no, Undertaker, number two for me. Real, and then now you're number one. I, I know what it is. Well, what I, was your number one? Because you said five. My number one was Undertaker. Undertaker. Oh yeah, number two was Undertaker. Uh-huh. Yeah, for you. All right, you said you know my pick. I want you to say it. So. 
I think it's very easy to say that your number one pick is synonymous with three letters. Mr. RKO himself. Exactly. He was really hard because it was either Randy or Chris Jericho. Really? Chris Jericho? Chris Chris Jericho's been doing it only because Chris Jericho's been doing it as long as he has and going with the times, changing it. And Mm. I don't remember one last bad match I've seen with Chris Jericho. Also, I'm surprised Edge isn't on your list. Edge, Edge is a person who broke my heart when he broke up rated RKO. Okay. So we don't we don't talk about Edge. We don't, but, uh, we, don't, we don't talk about Edge. But no, Randy Orton, you know how much you know mm-hmm. I am a fan of Randy Orton. I you know me, I'm an asshole. It's seeing Randy Orton on TV at playing an asshole character. Me, five years old, gravitating to that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's my guy. Fuck everybody else. Tells you a lot about the character. (laughs) You know who I am, right? And just like like forget about, you know, your John Cena's, your Batista's, your Triple H's, your Shawn Michaels. Randy Olin is my guy. Uh, you know, I saw him when he formed Radio RKO. That's the first time I saw him. Granted he was an evolution, but on the cutting edge, Randy and Edge come together. That's the first time I ever saw Randy on TV. Um you know, he's held the title, I think, 14 times now. He's been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And he said that if he never wins the World Heavyweight title or break it, he would rather have – he wants to be the next Undertaker. And he, out of everyone from our child growing up, he's still doing it full time, which is amazing. Like, you, people say Randy's still Randy. Yeah, he's still. Yeah, he, not people don't like his wrestling, but he's been doing this – exact same thing and never quitting hasn't went to a different company hasn't mm-hmm. left and came back full time and props to randy yeah and i feel definitely. like i feel like if this was like if he did this back in 2015 chris jericho would be my number one pick but you have to deny like randy's been doing this longer than anyone else definitely gonna do longer than the undertaker oh yeah you know 100 is gonna be doing longer than the undertaker and youngest world heavyweight champion Beating Chris Benoit and Chris Benoit also would have been in my top five if um, he lived long enough. Given everything, uh, given everything, but um, yeah, no, Randy Orton, you called it right. You know, this is what, how you can tell Kevin knows me way too well because as much as I crave Randy Orton, like whenever Randy wins a title, if it's a main title of like a top favorite person, I'm just like, yes, asshole, Randy. <laughs> and plus, he's also killing it with RK Bro and having the time of his life, too, which I'm happy for him. You know, yeah. WWE people say it's not a fun work page. He looks like he's having fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. You know, so, like, yeah, Randy Orton. He's just the legend one. killer. He's the legend killer. Oh, the legend killer. The Viper. I mean, he's just that good. Yeah. And, you know, he has all the moments, he has all the accolades. Mm-hmm. I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer, without a doubt. 100%. 100%. And it just goes without saying, like, him and Cena's rivalry is one to note for, like, wrestling history. As much as it's stale and people, like, oh, Randy and Cena for the hundredth time. Granted, Rock and Austin did it a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. too. Rock and Triple H. People forget about that. But, like, I enjoy it. I love that. All the matches they did, my my favorite one is the one at SummerSlam where Randy kicked his dad's head. Second one is the No Mercy when he won the WWE title. Oh, I, I was talking about Randy all day. I, He's I just talk- a menace, and I love it. I love oh, it all. I love it, too. But you know what I do love? What do you love? Listen to the more more Get Comfy podcast. 
Of course, if you want to catch more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, the Get Comfy Game Break, and the Get Comfy Lowdown, you might as well go check them out every single Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Network. I've been Kalo, joined by the one and only. The legend Kaler, aim on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.